in the event that I'm reincarnated, I would like to return as a deadly virus to contribute something to solving overpopulation. Coming to you from deep inside our lofty, heavily fortified bunker, located somewhere in the heart of Middle Earth. The show that doesn't shy away from tough questions or tough answers. Sit back, turn on your brain, and get ready for truth. It's a dirty job, but hey, somebody has to do it. I don't know what to say. Other than... It is an absolute shocker. It's it's April what seventeenth, and uh, I I can't believe it. It's the this is the David Allen show, and uh, David is in the studio with us, and we're weirdly going live on the face bag or you, YouTube for a minute. We'll see what happens. Welcome back to Freedomland. Yeah, I was. I I walked into a grocery store, and there wasn't this, um, whatever. Uh, Shame if you're not wearing a mask. Is it the shame? peer pressure or whatever. Ah, no, okay. <clears throat> is it shame? Is that the acceptable choice of uh, whatever now? Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, to me, it seems that way. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, half half the population, you know, roughly, give or take 5%, I think, probably is uh, buys buys in to uh you said roughly half the population i would imagine oh maybe more <clears throat> and uh again to round the show out to make it even that much more nostalgic shall we say jay is with <laughs> us again <laughs> wow. how are you i am well <laughs> it's about you. time so yeah i uh, i would have loved to have been in studio but uh well you can tell the story he maybe says because that. you guys can't plan Maybe that's it. This has got nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah. Nothing at all. <clears throat> hey, we're going to go live in 15 minutes. Can you make it? It was an hour, you whiner. An hour. <laughs> well, it's been uh, at least an hour and a half ago. Yeah, so. I know. You know, that's a really have, good point. And it would have worked to come here. So I don't my, understand your Well, I, I could have shown up and then I would have had half an hour to stay, hour to stay. I would have had to come back. My son's coming oh, over. Forget, for, who cares? Yay. What's more, where where are your priorities at? That's what I want to know. No kidding. Yeah. Thanks. You're welcome. <clears throat> uh, I, I want to start off the, I mean, the world has changed a lot since we we're together, which I think was January 1 of 2021, if I don't I remember think I was right. included. And you were not included deliberately, so don't feel bad. Um, Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the world has changed. We have a new presidential administration that has actually been uh, installed. I think it's probably the best term. Um we are back to the new normal, and according, not new, back to the old normal. According to, I think it was Jake Tapper or Chuck what? Todd, um, he said in regards, this was a couple weeks ago, uh, to some of these, apparently in the last month we've had 54 mass shootings in America. Uh, well, how do they define and, that? <laughs> well, we'll That's get, stupid. <laughs> no, a mass yeah, we'll shooting there. is where I think there's three. Two, two or three. I think it's three. How many are gang related? 
of the 54. It doesn't matter. It doesn't well, matter they re, at all. They, kinda, they redefined how mass shooting was was used, but mass shooting now just means, I think it's three. Three I, casualties. But it was kind of crazy that... Uh, I think it was I think it was Chuck Todd on Meet the Press. I could be wrong on that, but I think it was. Uh, he said that, well, <clears throat> you know, this is this is our new normal. We're going to be living with again. So then everybody should arm themselves and they should pump out more ammo. Okay, so a mass shooting <laughs> right? is an incident involving multiple victims of gun violence. No widely accepted definition. Well, uh-huh. right. Right. <clears throat> they say no widely accepted. But when you say mass shooting, everybody thinks some lunatic like that FedEx idiot um, going in and, you know, firing up the place right. or whatever. That's what they're well, thinking. According so to it's disingenuous. Time, according to Time magazine, the media defines mass shooting as four or more people shot. What? That's it? Sorry, having a delay here. Four or more people shot. That's according to time.com. That is the media accepted definition. But I do seem to recall, I don't remember when this was, but there was a family of five that it was a murder-suicide, and I think all five were shot, and... uh, it was labeled as a mass shooting. But I think I think David's right though. It's the image. You get the image of somebody with a rifle in a tower killing a whole bunch of people or a school shooting, but you don't really think of mass shooting as somebody that goes in and kills their their family of four. Not that that isn't tragic. I'm not or saying Or there's that a gang tragic. shootout or, or there's a drive gang by right. or <clears throat> But it's it is a narrative and it is interesting that um, the narrative began to pop up in the media again quite frequently in January. All of this is um, is coordinated, and it's all to uh, try Mass to shooting? change. Uh, no, I'm talking about the media on uh, how they report what they report, what they say, how they frame it, um, uh, what the uh, what the agenda is, what the focus is, all of that is coordinated. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because we're not talking about any kind of federal COVID masking policies anymore. Now it's all about um, banning magazines that are over that hold can hold ten or more. Um, which my twenty two holds ten rounds. That would be a weapon of. So mass you're okay then? Oh, I no, thought I it was. Is it more than ten or ten or more? I thought it was more than 10. That could be. But, you know, but if you own it, that's the thing supposedly that Biden is trying to push. If you own own it, then you get to keep it, but you can't transfer it to anybody. You can't sell it to anybody that, that whole Right, but how long, how long until that changes? Oh, yeah. How long? I oh, mean, absolutely. It absolutely. just becomes a slippery slope of, you know, you have to go, you, you know, at some point you're going to go get your permit to carry. You have to register what you have or your homeowner's insurance becomes invalid if they find out that you've got one of these types of weapons. I mean, in some way there, this, I feel like this is going to come around the back door to uh, the rules are going to change in that way. 
Well, this is a full prong approach on every single level, trying to make things stick whatever they can. And if this doesn't work, they'll try something else. And it's all about tyranny and and uh, cracking down on people, creating yeah a tyrannical society that you believe, you think, you act the way they want you. It's basically uh, Chinese uh, social credit. So what happens? What happens? Kind of like, uh, does it just continue to control the narrative? You think, from a, a government standpoint or media standpoint, controlling the narrative, similar to. Uh, and I know we're going to talk about this later, but vaccines where we don't hear a whole lot in the mainstream media right now about how people are still coming up positive after being vaccinated or having illnesses after being vaccinated. Are we going to start to see less and less about gun violence from um, illegally owned guns, but we're going to only see gun violence for legally owned guns? Is it is it a narrative? I think so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think you're right. They want to crack down um, so that they have complete and total control. <clears throat> and if you comply and you listen and you do what they tell you, you'll be fine in the sense that they won't harass you if you do everything that they tell you to. Like, I don't think that they Isn't want that... a Soviet type of tyranny. I think they want the China type of tyranny. Okay, now this next statement is going to be extremely controversial and i do not mean this as anti-semitic in any way but is yeah this the jews did this, it i was gonna say is this not exactly how the holocaust started it started under this media propaganda of good intentions and then went south very quickly a uh, good intentions from who from the government oh so are you are you thinking as that far as removing guns, as far as compliance with government policy? Oh, I think I think so many people think that the government is the solution to our problems. And then and then you have, you know, a bunch of people in the deep state or whatever in power who think that people are nothing but dumb sheep that need to be controlled or else they're going to go crazy or they're not going to move in the direction they want them to move to. <clears throat> I think all of this is a spiritual battle. Do you think that there are enough people uh, that would be willing, which what from a historical standpoint is, what is it, 2% need to be willing to stand up? But do you think that there are enough people in the United States in pockets, concentrated pockets, that at some point are going to get fed up enough to stand up to make a difference? Or do you think that that will be small pockets of two percenters that stand up and get squashed? I, I, I don't think, well, first of all, it's not anybody who, uh, who wants to go to that level is not organized. And then they do things like the, supposed insurrection that happened on the Capitol. Um, oh, they, I think that was organized. But. Oh, yeah, it was, that was organized, but look how it was squashed. Look how the narrative and everything else, you know, uh, came back to hurt them. Um, I think that the people that are, that are going to be hurt the most are also the people 
that have conservative values but are not the type of people that are going to want to bring bloodshed. So yeah, I don't think I that they'll that. fight. Because yeah. I'm, not, I'm not advocating an uprising. I don't even know that I would be willing to to stand up as one of those 2%. I think I would protect my own self and my own family, but I, I, but then it comes, it comes down to speaking of uh, vaccine passports or, or whatever it comes, it comes down to, we weren't uh, speaking about that at all. (laughs) Well, tyranny. Yeah. Oh, tyranny. Yeah. Speaking of tyranny, when for vaccine passports, for instance, if, or, you know, say you're against vaccines, at what point are you going to put your money where your mouth is and be willing to absolutely suffer if they require across the United States that you can't buy food, you know, the whole mark of the, not that this is the mark of the beast, but almost an equivalent that you can't, you can't go on vacation, you can't hold a job, you can't, you can't even go shopping unless you prove that you have had this this vaccination and if you have children at what point are you going to capitulate i think the vast majority will capitulate if it's i mean even christians because it's not the mark of the beast they're not telling you to worship satan or anything like that but you have to capitulate to the government or else you'll starve to death or your kids will not get any medical care or whatever I mean, it's just a slow that, squeezing of yeah, people. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you in concept and with um, the powers that be intent. I'm not convinced that this particular vaccine is going to play that role yet. I think that um, coronavirus offered an opportunity for s- certain powers to test what their limits could be and how they could drive control. It's kind of like, you know, David, it's kind of like when we go through um, uh, emergency management testing, you run through the motions to see how things work. And I think this was one of those where I do believe the virus was real. I don't think it was as dangerous as we were led to believe um, for the majority of people. I like that you're talking in past tense terms. Good job. but I do think that it was a crisis that was not put to waste in which powers utilized it to see how much control they could exert on. Um, I, I think it started in isolated countries and then it moved very quickly to be a global control. I think this vaccine is going to be similar to see how much control they can actually exert so that in the future, maybe two or three pandemic or vaccines down the road or emergencies down the road, they're going to understand what went wrong when they were trying to exert too much control and how to adjust. All right. So not, not to be a downer here, you're jumping way ahead. We're still on shootings. Come on. You guys have hijacked the show and I'm tired of it. (laughs) So (laughs) going backward a little bit. Well, wait a second. No, (laughs) what? No, okay, no, I would say I'd say that shootings are going to be very similar. I don't think they're going to, to I, yeah. So I think David's right. This is about tyranny, and, and I think that shootings, gun control. I think the idea that they're going to limit 
you know, um, sales of any weapon with a magazine of 10 or more or more than 10, whatever the rule is, um, mm. as they define a weapon of mass destruction for, you know, mass shooting purposes. I don't think this is going to be a one and done. This is going to be, let's see how far we can push this. Let's see who pushes back. Yeah. They're going to put this in their three ring binder. <clears throat> and I think that, you know, if need be, they'll even shelf this issue and and give the win to the conservative group and then whoa whoa whoa, whoa. shelf what issue later shelf what issue well the same thing like with clinton you know with the assault rifle you know the right. the muzzle hey that flag. worked just ask the president yeah yeah <clears throat> just ask cal you know california i didn't realize this did you know that california um on the main highways going into california that they have checkpoints oh yeah, yeah. I had it, no idea. For, it's for fruit. Yeah. Because you might be bringing in the decades. wrong kind of fruit into California. Decades. Oh, yeah. We used to run through that all the time when we went in. Yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any oranges? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. That remember? was the big one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember being a kid and <laughs> yeah. moving and yep. going from Oregon to California mm-hmm. to visit family. And they they've had it that us, long. Oh, geez. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember I remember being nine, 10 years old and driving to California to yeah. see family and they would ask you to open your trunk to make sure you didn't have oranges in your trunk. Oh, yeah. And, you know, th- there's a whole lot of uh, could you move that the you body can... of the whore <laughs> over? I thought I saw an or- no orange. OK, you can close yeah. it. Move on. At that time, that was perfectly acceptable. <laughs> right. <laughs> the uh, uh, I remember that. And I've seen videos of people who I guess it's illegal. That's an illegal search to kill whores. No, I to to do that it should be illegal because no, it's uh, it, it, it's stopping your uh, free movement, and you can if you push it, and you're willing to push, you can uh, make you don't have to comply, you can move right along, but you have to be willing to push it with them. Anyway, America has suffered 54 mass shootings. This court, according to the U.S. Sun, uh, which I think means it's uh, is that a rag. It might be. I'm not sure what the sun is. Anyway. Well, there's uh, uh, the UK. UK. Yeah, right. I think so. So it's probably the U.S. version of that. Yeah. According <laughs> to the top of the page, it is. Uh, this uh, story written by a man named John Rogers, interestingly enough, April 16, 2021. That was yesterday. Today, by the way, uh, if you didn't deduce on your own, is the 17th of April. Um, America has suffered 54 mass shootings in just the past month. Just. Uh, as a CNN host says, there's a, quote, active shooter situation in the U.S. The shocking statistics were revealed as a gunman opened fire during a FedEx night shift change in Indianapolis, Indiana, killing at least eight people before he turned the gun on himself. See, now that's what I would classify as a mass shooting, but. Right. Okay. Anyway. And uh, where did he get the rifle? Well, see, th- this is where it kind of goes interesting. We'll see. Mm-hmm. President, President Joe Biden addressing the latest killings as well as the recent eruption in mass shooting said in a statement, quote, gun violence. See, I can't talk like him. Gun violence is an epidemic in America, but we should not accept it. We must act. Too many Americans are dying every single day from gun violence, Biden said in a written statement. It stains our character and pierces the very soul of our nation. We can and must do more to act to save lives, he added. At least 37 people have died in six mass shootings in the U.S. I thought there was 54. Well, that's what I thought, too. And so, yeah, at least 37 people have died in six. Maybe, uh, do you have to die? 
No. In a mass shooting to be considered no. a, a, a victim? victim? Well, no. uh, let, let's, let's look at the title, mass shooting. <laughs> That's true. You don't have to die. So this is just showing the deaths from these from six so, of them. Six what, of them. What I'm getting from this is that there, there, there are, are a lot of there highly are, incompetent shooters out there. Well, there are 48, there be more than 48, 48 dead. of the shootings clearly uh, didn't result in death. Now, not saying it'd be fun to get shot, but at least 37 people uh, have died in six mass shootings in the US since the beginning of March. Did you know up in St. Cloud every single day there's a mass shooting? Well, I get okay, no, never mind. <laughs> I mean, you know, cuz the anyways, yeah. keep going. <clears throat> yep. The Gun Violence Archive, which is apparently a link, uh gunviolencearchive.org uh says 147 what, what what's the name of that again? <laughs> gunviolencearchive.org. So they couldn't find the dot com. Somebody got the dot com beforehand, well, or they or they were an actual nonprofit organization. They're an they organization. Oh. They're an organization. They're okay. not commerce. Yeah. Okay. And that matters. So Apparently. okay, you know, wow. you know that it's um, reputable and true when you go to the website gunviolencearchive.org. And at the top of the page, it tells you evidence-based research since 2013. <laughs> Just ask us. We'll tell exactly, you we're right. right. Yeah. Uh, so, <clears throat> uh, according to this article from the U.S. Sun, uh, the Gun Violence Archive says 147 mass shootings have occurred so far in 2021. I thought it was 54. But, oh, that was last month. Sorry. Yes. So, apparently, there were... Nearly a hundred, ninety to be exact, um, before the last month hmm. in the United States of America. Mass shooting is defined where at least four people are killed, is what this article says. Killed? Killed. That's what it says. So then, <laughs> the, so then there were, how, how many deaths at the beginning? There were 38 deaths? 37 from six of the shootings. Oh, Okay. So then the presumption is there's a lot more dead from the others they didn't want to talk about. Earlier this month, President Biden rolled out a number of new gun control measures in a bid to stop the epidemic. 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 <clears throat> Police named the suspect as 19-year-old uh, Brandon Scott Hole. Scott Hole. Scott Hole. <laughs> after, the F See, after the FBI searched his home on Friday morning. That would be yesterday. Uh, so his initials are BS hole. <laughs> he is thought to have. Usually, you require to get a shot for an epidemic. That's no, a that's pandemic. a pandemic. No, and well, it's, an the flu is an epidemic. An right? epidemic is is a localized pandemic is worldwide. So is there mm. is there a play on words there that you have to get a shot to for <laughs> for something to be a pandemic? Epidemic. Excuse me. But see. <laughs> they're they're calling it a jab, which makes it sound, well, it's less medical. Okay. Just shove it in your arm. It's fine. Shut up. <clears throat> uh, back to vaccines again. He is thought, Scott Hole is thought to have stormed the FedEx ground plane field operations center around 11 p.m., killing at least eight people. Why at least? Wouldn't you know? Or maybe they're anticipating 
others may die. That, that so could, they, yeah, okay, I was going to say, because if yeah. there's, if there's yeah. shot victims, they yeah. haven't died yet. And wounding five others. Uh, the teenager was found later dead, having apparently turned the gun on himself, police said. The, uh, a motive for his actions has not yet been given. Now, I, it's odd because... Um, I, I think that's... <laughs> I think that's odd when you're talking motive from a mass shooter in what, this situation. To say we don't know what the motive is? Yeah. I mean, do you Why ask... Uh, well, do you ask a serial killer what their motive was in killing these people? It seems like killing the people was his motive. But there was a uh, an article I saw that, that they were speculating that he was targeting Sikhs. Because apparently a lot of them worked there. But then in later, in, that was the headline. Later in the article, it, they said, oh, you know, we don't know. We don't know what he did. Well, so why, a, why did you speculate then? If you're so un- unbalanced that you're going to go and kill a, a whole bunch of people, mm-hmm. I don't, what difference does your motive make? Right. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> because Well, the, maybe, the, maybe the motive, maybe they're, un, they're not defining the motive because maybe to them the motive does make a difference. Maybe if there is a motive that the person, uh, I mean, if they start defining motive, um, what if the motive is somebody that it's ethnically charged? Yes, what if the, that's what that, if the person, what if the person has brown skin? And they go on a mass shooting, that, that, and it becomes a terroristic event. But if they're white skinned, the motive is unclear, which feeds into their. Uh, I think that they better. they say that so that they can promote this idea that it was racial based, it was whatever based. I mean, I think that they insert that into the story, so they so that they can come up with some other narrative later on to push forward. Uh, the national could agenda it, that they have. Well, could it be that if the motive is listed incorrectly, then the person could be viewed as a victim by some? What if he was bullied by his coworkers and then came back and shot them? What if he, what if he had military PTSD and something happened at work that caused a trigger in his trauma? Well, you don't want that motive. So if you just say the motive is unclear, then you let the the liberal agenda kind of run away with whatever they want, and then the motive can be whatever anybody wants it to be. Um, yeah, I, I, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, a different article. Um, the man who killed eight people at Indianapolis FedEx facility was identified as the 19-year-old Scott Hole, uh, who uh, authorities said, see, okay, this is the article I read yesterday. Authorities said was questioned last year by the FBI. Hole's mother had called police in 2020. Now, keep in mind, this kid is 19 today. Well, it was yesterday. Called police in 2020 saying he was, she was worried he might try to commit suicide by cop, uh, said Paul Keenan, special agent in charge at the FBI's Indianapolis field office. According to a police report, Hole was arrested on March 3rd, 2020, when people or police, quote, seized shotgun from dangerous person, end quote. According to local report from WTHR TV. 
Uh, quote, behavioral health unit initiated immediate detention, according, according to the So he was 18 at that point. Hole had bought the shotgun shortly before he was arrested and taken to the hospital, the report said. A search of Hole's bedroom after his arrest turned up some items that prompted federal agents to question him, Keenan said without elaborating on what was found. But the FBI eventually determined that no crime had been committed, nor that Hole had been take talk, nor that Hole had been talking about any racially motivated ideology. He was not given back the shotgun, authorities said. Officials said the killer was last employed by FedEx in 2020. The company confirmed his previous employment. Authorities are still scrambling to find out why Hole opened fire with a rifle at the plant near Indianapolis International Airport, killing eight and wounding five. Quote, I wish we can answer that, Deputy Chief Craig McCarrett said when uh, asked about the motive. At a press conference Friday afternoon, authorities said Hole also had a prior arrest in 2013. So he'd have been 11. It was not clear what for. Wow. Federal agents on Friday were seen hauling evidence, including a large box and computer equipment from Hole's home in Wait a neighborhood. Wait a second. Uh, yes? He's a juvenile. Yeah. It, uh, uh, yeah. So where did they get that information? Or maybe maybe I'm just thinking about Minnesota juvenile law, but it well, seems like if, in most if, states, if the everything FBI's that's involved, done before. Yeah, but it didn't say he was arrested by the FBI. True. Let's see. How did they get that information? What was he arrested for? Uh, they, they don't know. But not all not all juvenile records get sealed. Hmm. Well, they get sealed to the public, but other law enforcement can have access to those. Yeah, but why would you? Yeah. Yeah. It depends anyways. on who. It depends on who is cooperating. So it it could be completely reasonable that the. They could have talked, to, or they talked to the to the mother, and the mother said, "Yeah, he was arrested in 2013." That, yeah, that could be, yeah. Or a neighbor, somebody else who was familiar with the family could have told this person that. <clears throat> no, the the article says authorities said oh. Hole also had a prior arrest in 2013. Huh. So there clearly well. is an issue. Um, I mean, maybe maybe it's okay in uh, you know in that state. So. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so that's that clearly. Um, the let's see where are we at here. The reason why I started talking about tyranny and and the rest of it is that 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 whole story is inflammatory. And is pushing an agenda, and it even says in in you know talking about an epidemic mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. mass shootings, right. and then they don't define it. Um, they just say mass shootings, and they don't they don't break it down. It's the same thing that they do with gun deaths and whatnot, and because of so many gun deaths, you know you ban assault rifles. What they call assault mm -hmm. rifles and then you look into it and realize that very few people are killed by assault rifles. Right. It's just uh, you know, uh 
a red herring, and they're trying to uh, build up this narrative to try to crack down on weapons. And there's no there's no good reason to take away everybody's weapon unless you either think that the government is the solution or you want to disarm the populace. I can't think of another, you know, I, I can't think of a good reason to disarm every single um, uh, person at the same time when there's more and more unrest in the streets and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Well, do you think it's about disarming or do you think it's about exerting control? Are those different? I don't I think it's well, you no, can't because control you can't exert all the control that you want if you have a well-armed populace. You know. So if the desire well, is control, you're going to take away the you're going to try to take away the guns. Well, what I mean by that is Anybody somewhat intelligent and rational, I don't think the the left honestly believes, honestly, intelligently, or intellectually believes that legal gun owners are the problem from a from a killing perspective. Well, but, but there is this knee, knee jerk reaction. I know there was a well, deputy in our county who she would go to the elementary school to pick up her child and one of the parents complained that that she came to came to the school and had a gun on her and she didn't think it was right and this is a deputy in uniform coming to school right. so well, there are people on. but that's but that's somebody in the general public that has been fed a narrative to think a certain way i'm talking about People in power intellectually, I don't believe, um, truly believe that legal gun owners are the killing problem. But what they represent is a rebellion against the left agenda. So how do you squash that, which is to, which is to push an agenda that squashes their victory not their victory but their their stronghold does that make sense so it's less about it i mean it could be about disarming but i think i think there's something more to it because i don't think somebody that i don't think someone in the left would legitimately believe to their core that they're going to have the ability to come to every household and find every gun that was legally purchased right I mean, I don't, right i don't yeah. i don't think they really believe that so I don't think it's about that, about disarming. I think it's about exerting a level of control and training the public, at least the overwhelming majority of the public, that, like what you just talked about, if you start to teach people that people in uniform with a gun are bad, or people that own a legal gun are bad, you're pushing a, you're pushing a level of control. You're not necessarily pushing disarming oh, disarming yeah i don't the think side effect or the benefit yeah i think i think um yeah 
it's it's about controlling the populace and disarming and all the other things are means to that end, not the end. Themselves. But I think this. I think disarming is the <clears throat> disarming is the added benefit. That's the benefit that comes from control. I don't. I don't think it's about disarming. I think it's about the control. Disarming yeah. just happens yeah. to be part of that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd yeah, I'd agree. We're okay, so we're splitting hairs on semantics. I yep. got it. <laughs> like normal. Um Well at least we have hair to split. <laughs> Who are you? Hey, 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 hey. Who invited that guy? Hey. <laughs> so this article from NBC <laughs> NBC News. FedEx killings mark return of mass workplace shootings paused by the pandemic. Return. So this is an interesting take. Can't really kill the funny people thing on is Zoom. They weren't paused. If you actually do a Google search on 2020 mass shootings, they still existed. I cannot. They you, just. Oh, why would you even bother to question NBC News? Sorry. The mass shooting at a are. FedEx facility in Indianapolis <laughs> was the deadliest workplace shooting in over a year, and experts warned Friday that such incidents could increase as more people return. <laughs> Oh, let's Sorry. encourage. As more right, as more people return to work after a year of pandemic-induced isolation, eight is that self-fulfilling prophecy? There, or are they working? Well, towards I, I, it sounds like it. Eight were killed in the shooting Thursday night, marking the highest number of deaths in a workplace shooting since February 2020, around the start of the pandemic in the U.S. When five people were slain. After a coworker opened fire at the Molson Coors headquarters in Milwaukee, according to statistics compiled by NBC News, don't question their truth, please. "Quote: It's quite possible there will be an increase in these killing kinds of killings when people who have been working remotely start to return," said James Allen Fox, a criminology professor at Northeastern University. In Boston, and one of the nation's wait, top. Wait, wait, no. Yeah, I don't. No, yes. you're questioning him again. Yes. FedEx. FedEx wasn't working remotely. The warehouse workers weren't like <clears throat> sitting in a, on their video Zoom delivering <laughs> packages. They weren't. <laughs> but see, you missed the point. The quote was from I'm James sure Allen Fox. It's quite possible there will be an increase in these kinds of killings. When people who have been working remotely start to return, meaning, buckle up. They don't like what to that work. Means. It's buckle up. It's coming. Many suffered economic hardship while out of work, he said. So Some, I'm going to go in and kill everyone. Well, <clears throat> so who, some who felt slighted by supervisors while working from home will be face-to-face -face with their bosses for the first time in So months. I'm going to go kill everyone. Quote, workplace killers see themselves as victims of unfair treatment and want revenge, Fox said. They generally le uh, think other people are getting the promotions, other people are getting the breaks, and somebody has to pay. Christopher Herman, an really? assistant professor at the John Jay College of Criminal Justice, agreed. Quote, it stands to reason that workplace shootings are going up. Or no, sorry, my, I'm, are going to go up, Herman said. School shootings are going to go up because the kids are back in school. Same with work situations. That's just going to happen. While investigators have identified the Indiana shooter, they have not yet determined a motive. Quote, something tells me this is most likely a case of disgruntled worker who had already been on the job 
and not somebody just returning to work. The guy didn't work there anymore. FedEx, UPS, Amazon, they were all hiring all through the pandemic. But those employees, especially delivery workers, were under increased stress at the peak of the pandemic, Fox said. And some may carry built-up resentments against their employers as they risk their lives to earn a living. <laughs> risk their lives. Yep, that's what, that was it. The 19-year-old was risking his life. Quote, they weren't staying home where it was safe and sound, Fox said. And you know, you can't kill the company, but you can hurt the company by committing what's called murder by proxy. So, this, again, I don't, I don't get it. You are, in, you are attributing uh, normal motives to these people, like it's normal. So, the, it's almost like they're implying that everybody is capable and willing to go shoot a place yeah, up. Yeah, pushed hard enough, everyone will do everyone it. Yep. And so we got, do it. Th- we this thing goes to the, the guns, guns absolutely, because yeah. then the guns have to go away. Yeah. Three people were killed on June 26, 2020, at a Bonomatic wait, wait, warehouse. Wait, 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 whoa, hold whoa, on. Before you, go, before you go further with that, how, if violent video games are to blame for violence, then do we get to blame NBC for putting the thought into warehouse worker and delivery people's minds that they're risking their lives so they should lash out? No, no. I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. Because NBC <laughs> News NBC News <laughs> is just reporting the truth, okay? Don't question the, it. The truth. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So the future truth. So they know it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. You know what? They've been home. No, no, never mind. Half of them have, yeah. I was going to say, they've been home just reading the palms. So maybe. <clears throat> yeah. Um, d- oh, brother. I could go 15 different directions here. Uh, this is the David Allen Show. This is the, fir- the second episode of 2021, and it's unfortunate that we're already four months in to this year. Um, now. Four months? I'm, well, yeah. Yeah. Well, Hello? three and a half. Okay. Yeah. It was January 1 was our last episode. Yeah. So we apologize to all of our seven listeners, um, or more. Hopefully there's more of you. I think there is based on the stats, but we don't know. Um, if you would, it would be wonderful if you would throw a little um, uh, support into the show. Uh, we do, hopefully, we will get more of these going, and th- that is the goal. Uh, if you go to the website... DavidAllenShow.com. That will take you to a page. And on that page, uh, it says uh, a little bit about the show. And it says, if you receive value from the show, consider donating to keep it going. If you click on the donate button, nothing will happen. So, don't do that. I want you to go to um, DavidAllenShow at gmail.com. And just let us know you've been listening. And just say hi. We would appreciate that. Show at gmail.com is the email address to say hi. So we'd love to hear from you if you would. All right. Did you know that a for the first time, apparently, um, there has been the first part human, part monkey embryo has been created by scientists in none other than California, despite ethical concerns. Is this real? 
uh, are we real? Now you know this has been going on. Yeah, all over the world. You know, and this you happens. know, DARPA has. Oh yeah, yeah. So are we uh, to the point where we're gonna start? Cre- I, I thought the world was overpopulated, according to Bill Gates. We got too many people here. So why are we making hybrid animals now and humans? Hybrid animals, hybrid humans. Probably to test medicine and other things on. Ah, that's the probably the what they're right. saying. Right, that's it. Researchers have grown human stem cells in monkey embryos to try and better understand how the cells communicate. Oh, it's just research. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Research. Maybe it'll be monkey super soldiers. <clears throat> oh, good. You don't have to feed them <laughs> anything but. I don't know, bananas or something. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. The controversial embryos were made at the Salk (laughs) Institute in California. They're scientifically known as monkey-human chimeras. Mm -hmm. Now, wasn't the chimera uh, the big problem in one of the Mission Impossible movies? (laughs) There's, uh, yeah, I think it was, wasn't it? The first or second one? When do ethics? I thought ethics were supposed to play a role in science in some way, weren't they? Peter Sanger, I think that's who it is. He's an ethicist from like Princeton University. He's an ethicist, and he thinks that it's ethical to kill small children up to the age of like two, if you decide you don't want one. You know, I know that I know that there is a place that ethics are subjective, but. That seems. Yeah, I mean, but what, you know, uh, the question isn't ethics. It is what is the ethics based on? Is it something objective? Is it something subjective? Is there anything that anchors it to something? Or is it all, uh, you know, fungible and it changes? Constantly, yeah. So was uh, 1968 Planet of the Apes just a precursor? Um, yes, yeah, so to show that it could could happen. We we could have this massive soldier movement of. With any luck, <laughs> really? With luck? <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. <clears throat> the uh, where was I at? Where to go? Where to go? Where to go? Um, oh brother. Human stem cells known uh, for the ability to become different types of cells were injected into macaque, macaque, macaque embryos in a Petri dish. The scientists hope their work uh, could be used to create organs for transplant. Oh, that's it. They're just trying to help the humans. I don't know why they bother. You just go to China. They'll, they'll get some at any time from an... You know, one of the Muslims out on the Western. Area. One of the Uyghurs. Yeah, one That's of the Uyghurs. Idea. You know, That's they got not funny they at got all, but tons of them. But I mean, <laughs> the I mean, the anybody who complains about injustice in the mm-hmm, world, mm-hmm. um, and yet is perfectly okay for, with buying something from China. Oh well, there there are no options. You're a hypocrite. Yeah, right, but where where are your options at? You wouldn't be able to buy much at all if you didn't buy from China, correct? Right. Well, so it, it's just so the is thing. anybody. Um, uh, how come there isn't a "We Are the World" for the Uyghurs? <laughs> because they're not the world, according to these people. Yeah. Clearly. Um. I let's see. 
<clears throat> years back, I met an old gentleman, and he... A gentleman or a gypsy lady? Well, <laughs> old. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was a, a deep-sea uh, welder, underwater welder. And he claimed, I have no idea if it's true, but it's fascinating, so I'm going to assume he's... I'm going to go down the road that he's right, just because it's fun. Just assume yeah, that he's right. I'm assuming he's right, yeah. I'm playing the game. Uh, that, oh, that's what they say in the Senate when they, like, they're, they're grilling someone and the person says, oh, I don't know if that's stat. Then the senator will say, well, just ass- play along. Assume that I'm right. I'm not telling you a lie. And then wh- what do you think about that if I'm right? <laughs> Whatever. Um, he claimed that Russians have successfully implanted gills in humans so they can go into the water and stay there longer. Well, have you ever seen the island? Well, it's it's not just, I mean, you can put in gills, but it, that's not enough. You need to have <laughs> no, a means to right. to get yeah. the Yeah, he claimed, he, he made the claim that that was done. They had done it over there. In a dark lab, of course, but they've done it. Okay. I don't know. See, again, it's radically fascinating. Okay. And, uh, yeah, they made a movie so about it, a documentary called Aquaman. <laughs> well, that was the documentary. That a documentary. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> nice. Um, and, and just think of the the potential for workforce, for underwater work, if you could just be able to breathe. I think it'd be great. So uh, I, I'm assuming he's right, just because I can. So, um. Have you seen the island? Speaking of getting... Island of Dr. Moreau? The island. It's a movie uh, starring Ewan McGregor and um, Scarlett Johansson. Oh, is that the one where they are walking um, organ transplants for... Yeah. Like oh, yeah. they're... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they clone, clone. They clone of somebody. people. If you're rich enough, you can get your clone made of yourself. So when you, or if you're ill. When you're asked to leave the island to go to paradise, they're yeah. actually taking you yes. to kill you and take no, all harvest, the organs. To harvest. Because you're not technically no, a, you're not a human? human. No, you, no, don't worry. You, you don't have any rights nothing. as a nope. human. You won't is that, feel anything. Okay, so ethically, is that any different than raising cattle just for the purpose of beef? Yeah. That's the whole point. That's what they were bred for. So whatever. And? Well, yeah, yeah, but it, so, what's, what's the difference? So, well, the assumption, it is different. the assumption is cows and people are the same? Is, is, no. that, is that your the, claim? The, no, 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 no. The assumption is cows, cattle for beef are raised to be eaten, um, bred and eaten. Yeah. That's it. Yep. Okay. Well, if you raise a clone of yourself, that clone would not have existed had you not raised it and created it for the purpose of being harvested for your organs. But so. you have to start from the proposition that all um, all uh, animals, I guess, are are the same. Some are just smarter than others, and that all we are are animals. If that's the case, and you believe that, then sure. I mean, uh, from their point of view, it's... There's no difference, and I would I think that the people in the highest levels of the government and business and people you don't even know about but have incredible amount of power, 
view humanity in that way. So when they do what they do, they don't think anything of it. You know, they don't, they're not caught up with any type of guilt for killing people or ruining people because you do it to a dog. If a dog gets sick, you put it down. If a, if, you know, like your point, if you like beef, you raise cattle. So who cares if a cow right. dies? Who does care? That's the question. Because they taste good. Yeah, right? I, I'm with you there. There you go. <clears throat> All right, so the 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 man who wasn't quite good enough to be king of England has died. So right. <laughs> well, he never would have been because he wasn't right. of the lineage. Right. <laughs> Fine. He was Greek and Nor or uh, Norwegian. No, what was it? He was a pr- prince and a Greek prince and some other country. And he gave up those titles to become married. The queen. To the queen. Wipes well, away a tear. Princess. <clears throat> as she sits alone at Prince Philip's funeral, her majesty bows her head in front of her husband's coffin as grief-stricken royals say farewell to the duke in poignant Windsor ceremony. And she's, you know what she's thinking of? She's thinking of all those those wonderful times that she and her husband <laughs> sat around drinking children's <laughs> blood infused with adrenochrome. Um, <clears throat> on, on the yachts on of the elite. Yachts. Wait, Jimmy yeah. Savile was there, so we're fine. Yeah. The queen wiped away tears as she for- was forced to mourn alone. She was, This cracks me up. She was forced to mourn alone in St. George's Chapel during her husband's Windsor Castle funeral today. She's the queen. As she said her emotional final goodbye. Who forced her? Um, Boris Johnson. Hello. Oh, I thought maybe. They're in lockdown <laughs> because of the pandemic that we haven't talked about yet. Uh, yeah. Her majesty <laughs> looks. has no power. Who? The Boris? She oh, the she queen. Can't over, she can't. No, she has no power. This is true. <clears throat> All right. The Duke of Edinburgh's <clears throat> casket was covered in his personal standard and carried his sword, naval cap, and a wreath of flowers as pallbearers placed him, placed him onto his extraordinary self-designed Land Rover hearse in the castle-packed uh, quadrangle. Self-designed? That's what he said. Apparently he designed that vehicle. Yeah, I heard when I die, <laughs> I wish um, use my own hearse. Whatever. I want a Land Rover hearse, <laughs> not just any hearse. After the eight-minute procession and the fifty-minute service, his coffin was lowered into the royal vault. A lament was played by a lone piper of the Royal Regiment of Scotland, and the last post was then sounded by burg- bugle- burglars, buglers. I was going to say Jason or uh, <laughs> Justin Bieber. Yeah. Bam. <clears throat> the emotional queen had arrived at the funeral as the national anthem played and the royal Bentley stopped <laughs> next to her beloved husband's coffin, where she poignantly paused for a moment of reflection as cannons fired and bells tolled in remembrance of the Duke. Does the royal family matter anymore? I don't want, not to dance on anyone's grave, but does it matter about anything the royal family does? I mean, I think uh, British, there's a lot of British people that have a lot of um, attachment to it, you know, and think it's... 
we aren't in Britain. Yeah. So I, I, for the life of me, I don't know why it, ma- why it's such a big deal over here. Jay, I know you follow the uh, the Queen like crazy. Oh, what, what do you think? Geez. Yeah, I think that um, I thought he was great, you know, before he got AIDS, and then it affected his voice some. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That Queen. <laughs> I feel no, so I, embarrassed. It's tradition. It's tradition. You can't. You can't mess tradition. with tradition. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about the pandemic for a minute, or supposed pandemic. I, I, I don't know what to believe anymore. Here's, here's the, some of the questions that, I, that arise in my mind. Um, why <clears throat> uh, is the only thing that is talked about by the official medical minds that we're supposed to believe? That's it. No one else we're supposed to listen to or believe or anything. It has to be these people, and it's Dr. Fauci, it was Dr. Burks, it's uh, some of these other, I, I don't know, even some of the local doctors. The only thing we hear from them is, you gotta get your jab, that's all you got. Just take the jab, that's the only option. You gotta shove this this experimental virus product, uh, sorry, vaccine product, in your arm, and that's it. That's the only option you have. It's the only way we're going to get to any kind of um, herd immunity. That's the word, which whatever that means. Uh, why is that? Why is there never once? There's not ever a mention of. And here's something you can do to be healthier. Here's a way to boost your immune system. Stop eating sugar. Stop doing a bunch of things. Are we just such lazy morons in this country that we don't want to hear anything? We'll take an experimental jab, as they say. Because it, it gets us back to freedom. It's my path to freedom. No, well, I'm... okay, yes. I mean, it's pharmaceutical com- pharmaceutical companies, big pharma, big medical. They push an agenda based off of what I mean. It's propaganda. You know, I mean, we have been fed this line in most of West, of the Western hemisphere, here, but here. primarily the United States, we've been fed this line that big pharma is the, they're the answer, their solution. That's why chemotherapy is the first go-to when it comes to cancer. But cancer has been, there have been cures for cancer in other countries for 40, 50 years. I've known people that have gone to, uh, gone to other countries. David, you know somebody that went to another country that had you know, cancer, went through chemo, hated it, left and went to another country and got treatment and was cured. So this is a big pharma thing within the United States. Well, and it starts in the medical schools, too. I mean, because... Well, and it continues on continuing education. And I mean, it's... This is when when big pharma and insurance companies drive what happens in the medical world and they make decisions for patients based off of what makes the most financial sense rather than what makes the most medical and health sense, things are messed up. Oh, for sure. You know, and you can see it really quick, um, the bias against more natural things when it comes to like um, medicinal marijuana. I, You know, I don't... Uh, it is 
it is strange. I know somebody who um, they have a health issue in the family and uh, CBD oil or whatever has worked for people with this condition in the past. And the doctor now, will CBD, flat out not it, allow it. Is CB, CBD... I don't know if it was CBD, this is totally but splitting. regardless, this is completely splitting it was hairs, something now I'm just, marijuana yeah. related. So I'm just, I'm now I'm just asking for my own education. Is CBD oil considered medicinal marijuana? Is that, are those synonymous or different? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't either. Um, but it, it was, uh, you know, some form of, of marijuana. And and then you see that in law enforcement too. You ha- you see some police officers and sheriffs that are just it, it's so it's it's strange how crazy they get about uh, against marijuana. Um, it, it's it, as if you legalize uh, medicinal marijuana, people are just going to go crazy and start smoking it in church and everywhere else, you know, they just can't help themselves. And it'll be like reefer madness, you know, there's grand madness. That needs to be a bumper sticker. (laughs) Reefer madness. So uh, it anyways, so why, why would so many doctors and whatnot be against uh, uh, medicinal marijuana? Well, because the pharmaceutical companies aren't producing it you know they're not yeah, in control right. of the situation <clears throat> so i i i think i think it it is absolutely insane it's absolutely if these vaccines are so good if they are so good give it to the most vulnerable people rather than forcing everybody to take it for like we were talking for a a, a virus that will negatively impact such a small percentage of the population. The people that are disproportionately uh, affected by COVID-19 are people with underlying health conditions, the elderly, things like that. If if it is such a wonderful vaccine and... It's not a vaccine. Let's be honest about it. It's a medical device that they've never done before. Well, of course it is. It's never worked. But my so point co- is, but they're calling it a vaccine, and it isn't one. I, I, I totally agree. But if it, you know, from their point of view, that that's the reason why I don't, I don't back the vaccine at all because it doesn't make any sense. They're pushing this, and it it makes no sense at all why they're pushing it. I was listening to um, Naomi Wolf. She was talking about this. Um, and, uh, she's really concerned that this vaccine passport is going to lead to absolute tyranny. And when she was talking about it, it, it totally makes sense why they push these, the, this quote unquote vaccine on everybody, on everybody, why they're not allowing anybody, even if you've had it, you have to get the vaccine because they're trying to push this vaccine passport to try to crack down, to try to acclimate people. Just like when 911 happened, before that, we had no problem going up to the gate. Now, nobody would even think about going up to mm-hmm. the gate. 
we've become acclimated to where it's normal to have to have somebody fondle you every time you go to the airport. Mm-hmm. And like and if you, if you object to it, um, you'll get arrested. And at a certain point, that happens a few times, and then it's like, well, I guess that's just the way it is. Now, but if you object just a little bit, you can go to a private room. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't care about your travel habits, really. Um, Oh, I don't travel, I just go through TSA. (laughs) I'm back, boys. (laughs) But they just keep shipping you back and you keep turning back around. I'm grumpy. No. But I think, yeah, we talked about this earlier with um, tyranny and and gun rights. This is, it isn't about the vaccine. That's not what this is about. This is uh, how far can we push? How much can we test? And they're, they're, they're keeping, in my opinion, there are statistics being kept and lessons learned being, uh, that are being talked about on how far can we push what went wrong when we pushed too hard? Where do we where do we change how we push? This is, I mean, yes, there's a part of this that they're acclimating, uh, acclimating, they acclimating, are, um, acclimating. Thank you. They are acclimating the general public. Um, of course, that's part of this, but they're they're learning. It's like Pavlov's dog. They're kind of learning. How do you, uh, or not Pavlov's dog, but the the rats in the maze? Their their powers that be are learning what is working and what's not working. This is a process. This is not a short term game. This is a long term game, and they're just getting better and better at it. So, and because of how quickly they can collect information digitally now, uh, they they're just getting faster at it. It's like that. Um, what was that movie? Was it War Games, the movie where the computer starts to learn so fast that eventually it kind of implodes on itself? Only this time, I don't think it's going to implode on itself. Well, no. Uh, well, in War Games, uh, what it was at the end, uh, <laughs> Matthew Broderick played tic-tac-toe with the computer and it decided and understood that there are some games that are unwinnable. And was able to extrapolate that to nuclear war and decided to shut down and not destroy <laughs> the entire world. So here's an interesting little callback to Prince Philip. In a quote from his 1986 book, People as Animals, <laughs> he wrote... He wrote a book! <laughs> he wrote a book! People are animals! So as, as, as. Oh, okay. Similar. <laughs> Here's the quote. Is that in the event that I'm reincarnated, I would like to return as a deadly virus to contribute something to solving overpopulation. Hmm. And they are celebrating him. (laughs) Yes. He's great. Yes, that man. Get him. That's why she's mourning (laughs) alone. That's not nice. Uh, free, uh, <clears throat> where's it at here? <laughs> uh, IBM is apparently involved in the collecting, uh, no, the, are we done with vaccines? No, no, no. I, IBM oh. is involved in, uh, creating the, the methods apparently for, 
uh, tracking your vaccine status. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I believe if we go back in time, IBM was the one who created the method to mark the Jews back when no. Hitler was... St- oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look at no. that. I, I'm... <laughs> I'm going to call BS. You're talking really? about, inter- okay, wait a minute. International business, business machines in the 1940s existed as a company and they were marking, really? Think that through for a minute. In Germany. <laughs> really? Let's see how long they've been around. I, I want to know which conspiracy theory you got that from. They've been around since to- 19, it began in 1911. As the computing tabulating New, newly company. this from the Guardian, and was renamed International Business Machines in 1924. So this from the Guardian, uh, IBM dealt directly with Holocaust organizers. Newly discovered documents from Hitler's Germany prove that the computer company IBM directly supplied the Nazis with technology which was used to help transport millions of people to their deaths in the concentration camps at Auschwitz and Treblinka. Okay, fine. A controversial Holocaust expert claims in a new book published later this week. That's back 19 years ago. That's the weirdest thing. But, okay, let me ask a question. Back back up. Er, Just a second. You just said something that I want to have... (laughs) He said he stands corrected. <laughs> well, technically I sit corrected, but whatever. Okay. Yes. Okay, right, okay so, carry on. All right. But. You know, you're you, going to have to do and a yet. loop. A loop. Right. <laughs> no. and, and yet, IBM wants to be involved now because they have all these tools to help us make sure, just, just to, 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 to help Wait, people know where no. their stuff is. You bet. Alan, not letting oh, you go stop. there. Come on. No way. I'm not letting you go there because that would be like blaming Remington for the mass shooting. You can't do that. I, I'm not saying that it's IBM's fault or that they are, but, but it's just ironic, perhaps, that so they help. Ironic that Remington seems to be involved in every mass shooting. Come on, but they don't. Be careful, they don't for whatever. Anyway, what do you mean? It's not the same. I'm gonna push no, back on no, this. No, if I go purchase, no. Nah, I'm not going to, but if I went to purchase how a weapon, it doesn't. No, shush. How many mass shooters have an iPhone? Well, is it iPhone's fault then? No, no, with parlor. But understand this: it would be, <laughs> it would if if a bunch of mass shooters got together and paid Remington to develop a weapon that will be able to most effectively kill unarmed people. And Remington went along with it and developed it. Or if Remington <clears throat> developed it and brought it to them, that's a different story. But if I go by, if 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 uh, the Nazis had just gone and, hey, this is a neat little checker system I can add, that'd be one thing. But if they work in collaboration, that's different. So if they're working in collaboration with the uh, the powers that be today trying to figure out... Uh, how we can track people that but are vaccinated or not that's if, that's different if if they developed software that tracked something and then they used it to track people uh, uh vaccines 
then I think that would align with the Remington uh, uh, scenario that you came up with. But if they are actively developing something specifically for the case of of tracking to control people, then that's a different story. But what did so okay, I don't wait a second, know. Though. All right, let me take. Okay, I understand what you're saying. And I love me a good conspiracy, but I think where conspiracies start to break down is where there are too many people involved. And I don't. I, uh, if, I don't necessarily agree with that. In in the in one sense. Well, I didn't ask your opinion. Oh yeah, of course, <laughs> of course you didn't. But um, uh, when it comes to developing um advanced weapon systems and other things, um. There are a bunch of people, a bunch of people were working on the, um, the, the first stealth aircraft for 20, 20 years before it came, it became public and nobody knew that it existed. You had My, companies hey, here's that. here's a little tidbit. <clears throat> My grandfather was part of the SR-22 project back in the 70s with Lockheed. Well, cool. But. When it comes to a concern. <laughs> okay, so following following the logic here, then does that mean that because the micro, because Microsoft Cloud and Microsoft Technology it has won the contract to host and support Department of Defense um, and the technologies that Department of Defense is using, does that make Microsoft party to anything that DOD does, good or bad? No, no. But if what uh, Alan was saying about IBM tracking uh, people having the v vaccines, that's that is a singular thing. You might have a bunch of people that are working together to track this, but the but the creating of this software program or whatever it is that they're creating and hardware is for a single purpose it's not a hidden purpose it's a single purpose um i think it, i i don't what was the so there was a company and i cannot seem to recall i think it was actually google that developed and i don't want i don't want to use the name because i'm not I'm not 100% confident it was Google, but there was a collaborative effort to create a mobile tracking software on any Google or iPhone device that would track whether you had come within six feet of somebody that had uh, tested positive for coronavirus. So is that the type of thing. So they were specifically contracted to do it. They did it. It's now on pretty much any Apple or Android device. And you can I, do you opt out or opt in. I can't remember. I, mine's turned off. But uh, is that what you're saying? Are you saying that the company that wrote that software is is partly responsible for now tracking? And, and they're somehow in part in cahoots with the the government for, I mean, at what point does free market just say, hey, I can make a whole crap ton of money off of this and I'm going to go for it? 
Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I, I think you're right. I think probably IBM during World War II was like, hey, we can sell this and make money probably for the average the average account executive or whatever <clears throat> i personally think that the and this is my belief and i have this belief based upon the the behavior of companies around the world and governments around the world kind of tend to move in a certain direction for certain reasons at times that don't totally make sense. I believe that there are um, people in the highest echelons of power that are working together to try to bring a global government. And that okay. it's a spiritual thing. Okay. So I, I would, I would agree <clears throat> with that. But is IBM part of that? I, I don't. I don't know. I think and I guess I, I guess don't know I either. It, it's just interesting the the potential correlation. I'm not, I'm not indicting anyone. I just I think would it's also I would also ask the question: If not IBM, it would just be somebody else that fills that gap. It would be a Microsoft, or it would be. I'm I'm actually very surprised. It's not a Bill Gates. It's not a Microsoft. Well, it probably is uh, somewhere in the background. It could be, you know, or even I mean. I would imagine that somebody at the level of Microsoft or Amazon, you know, Bezos, um, I don't know, you know, I just, I'm sure that they're all involved in some level. Um, I, yeah, I understand. Yeah, I give, given the way that you explained it. Yeah, I get it. I understand what you're saying. Speaking of uh, <clears throat> passports, this from the Wall Street Journal business. Just a short little blurb here. Uh, well, hold on. Where'd it go? Oh, brother. Come on. It's right in front of my face. Uh, airlines are battling a scourge of passengers traveling with falsified COVID-19 health certificates. <laughs> well, you know, just think. Um, there, There's a company where I live that um, they're not healthcare, but I know a vendor who works who comes in, does stuff, sells the company where I work things. Mm -hmm. th and he also sells stuff to this other company. And he said that other company not only was requiring their employees to get the vaccine, but they were also telling all the vendors that if you um, want one of your vendors to come into our building, you they have to take the vaccine. And this guy said, not just no, but, well, no. Um, <laughs> anyways, <clears throat> um, <laughs> so in so do that, you think that's going to become part what? of the agenda that it has to be an, like your real ID, you're going to have to have some type of verified government document, that oh, a passport, why like not a visa? Why not? So, uh, this article, so do you think that the Biden administration is playing good cop, bad cop by saying we are not going to force a vaccine passport. And then, so they're playing good cop for the time being. Of course, because, well, first off to, to mandate that at the federal level in America would be difficult because of, I mean, well, just nothing, Why? nothing makes sense C anymore. I know. 
I know. I don't think so. Right. Look what the CDC did as far as being able. I mean, right. they they created federal policy yeah. and they don't even have the authority to do it. And mm -hmm. everybody just assumed. Oh, yes, yeah, it's a medical okay. emergency. They have the authority. Are you crazy? The documents are often given or often the COVID-19 test results um, required oh, oh, by I, many countries. Yes. I, now I remember going back what to my fake. point. I have a point. But anyway, go ahead. Uh, sorry. Um, about this business. Mm. Um, if there is an opportunity to make money, you're, people are going to move in that direction. So one of them is making fake documents, whatever. Well, Another thing that's going, I think, is going to happen is that if you have one business that is going to require everybody to take a vaccine, there are going to be a, a portion of those people that are going to leave, and some of them are going to be good employees. So if I was a business owner, I would say, I would start going, hey. Come work for us. We're not going to require you to have a vaccine. Come work for, but, with us. So then, and you won't. Yeah, but those companies are going. You you have to know that those companies are going to get blackballed. Oh yes, yes. I mean, from they're not going to be able to to grow huge, but at huge. least at this point, huge, huge, huge. China. <laughs> um, at at least at this point. They can, they'll fill in the gap potentially um, that other company from requiring other companies that other companies that are requiring the vaccine will not provide certain services or goods. Mm -hmm. And I think it'll happen more and more in, in states like South Dakota that is more laissez-faire when it comes to vaccines and, and things like that, where you're going to also have companies that are going to gravitate toward areas that are not so vaccine friendly anyways that's all i was going to say sorry for interrupting continue on well the point is they're freaking out because people are selling fake vaccine cards health certificate the prolifer the proliferation of fake health certificates is exposing a logistical blind spot it's not a blind spot they're just yeah Everyone thought about spot. it except them. As airlines rush to navigate post-pandemic travel standards and retool their systems to ease compliance and spur demand, airlines say their staff aren't equipped to handle and police all the new health certif certifications needed and worry the problem will be exacerbated when some countries also start to ask for vaccination certificates. So what's crazy, according to the CDC, approximately 120 countries are using testing to control entry. The CDC requires flights landing in the U.S. from overseas to verify passengers' health documents, which must show either a negative test result or evidence of recovery from the virus. Many governments have shifted the burden of checking certificates to airlines in much the same way carriers are required to check for proper travel visas before allowing passengers to fly. Well, now, I think... I think we're going to end up seeing some lawsuits come out of this clearly. I mean, there's going to be some civil rights lawsuits on this, but um, I think where it's going to filter in, um, and I, I don't, and this is where I think the Biden administration is going to really shine behind closed doors, is um, loosening backdoor deals with other countries. So loosening up some some uh, trade, uh, some trade. So, um, so the carrot is you need to start mandating our people have this 
proof of vaccine. Right. And so if yeah. you do that, then we're going to allow you to trade. Yeah. You, hey, Mexico, hey, Mexico yeah. you want us okay. to reduce some of the tariffs? Yeah. Hey, mm -hmm. China, you want us to reduce some tariffs? You, yep. re Hey, Canada, you start requiring these countries to force mm -hmm. international travel vaccine passports, and they can lessen some of the tariffs behind closed doors in some way. Yeah, I could totally see that. Yeah. So uh, this article, they're freaking out because they don't know what to do about these falsified fact, you know, records. However, if you go to <clears throat> on the World Wide Web, www.amlc.army.mil, and then there's some portals down there. I actually searched the interweb. I searched for CDC COVID vaccine card. And uh, there was one. It's like the third option down. It's a PDF file. It is the document blank for you to print out on your own. Why would you have to... You don't have to make it up. Just print it right from the, the military. And then for fun purposes, clearly you don't want to. You know. And w one of the things they claimed is if you do that, it is a felony, apparently, to what? to use <clears throat> to to uh, un uh, uh, without authorization, I guess, um, to print the seal, Falsify. the CDC seal. Because that, oh. that's on the card. You know, I'll make up a seal that looks... That looks similar. Yep. Very mm -hmm. similar. Dr. Ignatius P. Freely. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and, you know, have him sign it. And, you know, if it works, uh, I, have, I, I made, and I'm going to actually begin to make these. Uh, I'll show you guys. Oh! Did you... What? <clears throat> what? Oh, um, no agenda show. They were at early on in the pandemic. They were mm -hmm. talking about these bracelets that look like, uh, you know, a diabetes oh, yeah, yeah, bracelet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Bracelets. Yep. What about? Uh, can you buy any of those? And you put them on, and then when you go somewhere, you just point at the bracelet. I I, I don't <clears throat> see why that's wrong because if someone wants to like cool. nitpick, if somebody wants to nitpick your health records. In a public setting, that's not, you can't do that. Yeah. Uh, and, and I've heard some people say, and I don't know if it's, I haven't dug into the actual law to see, but a fair number of people that I've been paying attention to claim that it is a crime to practice medicine without a license in America. And if you are doing, uh, if, if, you, if I go to Costco or I go to get on the airplane and they're checking my temperature or they're they're doing a medical they, they claim that without a mask i'm a medical hazard they have to be able to do a medical exam to to assume, to ascertain that i am an actual medical hazard to them or people around me if they do that they are making a medical claim that should only be made by a, a licensed doctor or but, medical professional. And so if they mm. come and they force me to check my temperature, and if it's a certain number, then I'm a health hazard. If it's a different number, I'm not. That is them making an actual medical claim, a, a diagnosis. Oh, you are unsafe because of this number that we read. Well, first off, is that is that temperature reader calibrated? I was down at the Riverwalk in San Antonio a few weeks ago, and we went into a restaurant to eat. 
there's a scanner you have to stand in front of, and it zaps your face and checks your temperature. And then if it says green check mark, you're good to go. You can go in. If it doesn't, you have to go back outside. So this iPad, essentially, is, is giving out medical um, uh, screenings. Yeah, I think I think the loophole there is there isn't an official medical diagnosis being provided. They are simply adhering to policy. Right. That <clears throat> that if your if your temperature reads on our scale above this figure, then our policy is that you are not allowed to be admitted right. in. I don't think you're going to be. But, but, I don't but think the it's argument any, is, but the argument is, I you are you are unsafe no. medically. The, like no. that, that's it. It is. It's you're unsafe right. that, medically because uh, yes. of this number. Because that's we have this number. But if well, somebody... then are they buying a multi-thousand-dollar fully calibrated uh, scanner? Because you can buy no. them. They're not but buying them. If they have, I, you know, the ten-dollar employee doing the check of you to make sure, oh, your mask is not on, you know, all the stuff. Uh, they're 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 giving medical um, treatment standards. Really, they're setting medical. Um, they're determining. They're making a medical assessment of you based on info their company says they have to do. But I, I think I if would, you actually took this to court, it may not hold up. I would contend that they are simply adhering to company policy based off of what they believe is a safety standard. And I think a potential precedent could be you can't ride this ride if you are under this height. It's it's a it's a policy based on a on a given number based off of what they have been told. I I I don't see that as standard. the same correlate the same thing because a height issue is a is a strapping in problem. Like you won't fit in in, in the actual chair if you're under a certain height. It, it it's a that part they have like there's a there's a, a scale. You have to be here or here in your size in order, in order for for, to for the seat belt to hold you in for our insurance company to be liable. Or not okay. liable. So, yeah. so in my, my mind, so that, my that's a little my analogy, analogy broke apart really quick. Yeah. Uh, okay, so fine. The analogy <laughs> twice. The now. analogy breaks yes. apart, but that's twice. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but uh You could have stayed home to get this abuse. You didn't have to <laughs> no kidding. Uh I just I don't I can't imagine that you're going to get any court to agree that somebody is issuing a medical diagnosis. What about you can't come in here if you're a Jew? Well, because Jews well, are unsafe. Okay, so let's talk about this. Show you me your notice, papers I, concept. I like third it, yeah. time around. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Call back. So <laughs> sorry. Uh, so thinking about that, show us your papers idea. You got to hold carry this document with you in order to get in and the document proves that you are no longer a health hazard because that's really what it's doing is it's proving that you have done the work you read the right books and you put the juice in you you're good um, but, but but what how is it different than saying show us your lineage papers in order for you to get it and and this this doesn't make any sense to me you're a health hazard if you don't take the vaccine, if you take the vaccine, you still got to wear the mask. Yeah. You still got to be six feet apart. You still got to do nothing changes mm -mm. other than you put something, an experimental something in your body. And it's not experimental anymore. <clears throat> it's just not licensed. Well, wait a second. It's what? FDA approved. <laughs> it's not FDA yeah. approved. 
<laughs> yeah, it's not FDA approved. But that yes. just means it's not licensed. That doesn't mean that it's experimental. It just means it's not licensed. Okay. <laughs> so I, I yeah. never mind. I don't know what I don't know. There, there's a picture I was trying to find to read something. Um, hey, I can't. I, I, I um, Alan, should I tell the story about the my um, my pro-vax, anti-vax? Ah, injury? yes, you should in just a second. Yes. Yes, because I've I, only got it. It's I good. Got, I've I know. Then you have to go. And I have to go. Yeah, and I think we need to go too. Uh, this show, yeah, whatever. Um, oh, this, I got This from, I know we all do. We all got to get out of here. It's crazy. Um, this from a piece of paper given to a recipient of the Moderna mRNA shot. Um, it says, has the Moderna vaccine been used before? The answer they say says the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine is an unapproved vaccine that's in the paperwork from them when you get the shot. It says it out loud. Uh, it says in clinic. <laughs> it says it out loud. Yeah. So it reads to you out loud off the page? Of course, yeah. yes. Yeah. It says approximately in clinical trials, 15,400 no, 15, individuals, 18 years of age, uh, and older have received at least one dose of the vaccine. That's all they had to do. 15,000 and almost a half people got one dose. So 15,000 and a midget? <laughs> almost half you, a thousand. Come on. You, well, you are I going mean, to be banned from everywhere for life. <laughs> You, you have picked on Jews and midgets. Well, and... no, that that one's acceptable. <laughs> Why? Well, because uh, they, yeah. they uh, discriminate against Palestinians. Okay. I meant little gonna, person. Pretty soon you're going to start making I didn't say people. that. He put that in. If you read my lips, it, I said little person. Said something else, yes. <laughs> All right, Jay, give give us your uh, your interaction uh, regarding you getting the vaccine. Did you get it? Did yeah, you get it? Did so you get it? Did you I get it? I was on. I I happened to be on a call with um an, a business acquaintance, and uh, the subject of vaccine came up. This was uh, two or three months ago. I don't remember how long, but it was kind of early in the Biden administration. And uh, this particular person um, is. 30-ish would be my guess, um, female. And um, she has some, some liberal tendencies when I talk to her, but we don't really get into politics a lot. Uh, the background becomes important here in a minute because as we're talking, somehow the subject of vaccine comes up. I just listen. And uh, she asked whether or not I was allowed to be on the list because of my profession. I, one of those things about, was I a tier one or tier two? And I, I basically blew the comment off. I was like, I, I don't know, you know, no big deal. Well, you are going to get the vaccine. And I said, I don't, I don't think so. No. Well, that turned into about a 10 minute conversation of her explaining why the vaccine was different and better and safe. And the all of the blah, 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 barfy crap about how the vaccine is so much different and, and completely safe. And finally, after almost 10 minutes of listening to this, I said, um, I said, you know, I, I said, I think the best way to consider me is I am not pro-vax and I'm not anti-vax. 
I'm a pro-choicer. And then she started to continue on a little bit more. And I said, no, I said, remember, I'm a pro-choicer. If you get the vaccine, I could care less. If you don't get the vaccine, I could care less. But my body, my choice, I'm a pro-choicer. And, and, and I said, and I assume that being a woman of around your age, you probably understand the language of what being a pro-choicer means. Well, I kind of made her sit back a little bit, but then the next thing out of her mouth was just amazing. She said, but it's not about your choice. <laughs> she, she said, getting the vaccine or not getting the vaccine can affect other people and other lives around you. Hey, oh. <laughs> And I said, I looked Good at work. her. Nice way to be right and on. And I said, <laughs> I said, that is a very interesting argument when talking about pro-choice. <laughs> and, and the conversation ended there. <laughs> Good the work. Subject the subject changed rapidly. Really quick. And moment. now back to that chart you were looking at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. So uh, go to uh, find the interweb, print out your vaccine card, and fill it out just for posterity to put in your to put in your safe, whatever you want to do. Um, well, you're starting to get. I mean, I, so I have a son that's military. He was telling me that the military at this point is not mandating the vaccine to active duty. Correct. They're encouraging, but not mandating. Mm -hmm. And as a supervisor, he was part of a briefing that was told we are not going to mandate it because it is not an FDA approved vaccine at this point, which I don't know why that makes a difference in the military. I have my, <laughs> I have my shot records from desert storm that literally say vaccine classify a vaccine classified B, but for some reason they're now stating we're not going to force the vaccine because it's not FDA approved, but he wanted to, which tends to may maybe make you think they know something could be. Um, but, uh, I, he wanted to take leave and go out of state and travel for leave. And he was told that he said it was worded very carefully that it, there seems to be a faster response for leave paperwork in the military to be approved when you submit your vaccination paperwork with your leave paperwork. So it's not mandated, but they may not authorize it without it. Well, your leave just gets approved much more streamlined mm. if you can show how safe you're going to be. Well, that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. I mean, really. That kind of leads into what David was talking about, how the, you know, we're going at a federal level, we're not going to mandate it, but the to travel, you have to get on an airplane, you have to. to mm -hmm. So they're going to find all of these backdoor ways to, to require it or make your life easier if you get it. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, my sister said in the Arizona area, they're already starting to hear rumblings that mm, sporting event arenas oh, and yeah. concert venues are going to offer ticket sales first to people that can prove vaccinations. That's crazy. So they're not going to, now this hasn't been official, she said, but she was stating that they are offering 
ticket sales first to people that can prove vaccination. Um, so they're not technically discriminating. They're just mm -hmm. offering a bonus to people that ha have been vaccinated. And then if they just happen to fill the arena with those people first, you're out of luck if you don't have it, right? Yeah. What wouldn't about scalping tickets, though? Wouldn't, wouldn't it be, can you Ooh, imagine, wouldn't that's it be interesting. great if there was like a massive outbreak in one of these concerts? Oh, that, oh, that was all vaccinated, vaccinated people? Well, they, that wouldn't be great. It would be good they'd, PR. For us. They'd blame scalpers, though. Someone. <laughs> well, I mean, that, I mean, if if it's legal to scalp tickets, mm -hmm. I mean, I would, all of my friends that, uh, if I wanted to do that, all my friends that got the vaccine, I'd say, buy the ticket, mm -hmm. I will I will pay you back plus 10% for that, ah. take the ticket, and then go out and stand in front and scalp it. Huh. I mean- 40% 40, 40 and you're firstborn. Yeah, yeah. All right, this is the David Allen Show. I have one last thing I want to read because I think it's um, pertinent to the to the show. <laughs> the Democrat Party today announced that it is changing its symbol from the donkey to that of a condom. <laughs> because it more accurately reflects the the party's political stance. A condom allows for inflation. It halts production, destroys the next generation, protects a bunch of dicks, and gives you a sense of security while you're actually being screwed. This is the David Allen Show. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, truth, hopefully. Go find it. Don't listen to the mainstream all day long. You can listen there, but then go find other options to see what's out there. DavidAllenShow.com, DavidAllenShow at gmail.com. Uh, David, thanks for coming down again. we got to do this more often, clearly. Yes. Yes. Jay, we appreciate you uh, jumping onto the boat <laughs> to get ridiculed and abused by us. Thank you so much. Give me, give me a little more notice next time. That's hey. fine. Yeah, we'll get there. All right. <laughs> DavidAllenShow at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. See you guys later. Doodle.